Oh, okay. You're listening, listening to Hold That Thought from Arts and Sciences at Washington University in St. Louis. Thanks for listening to Hold That Thought. I'm Claire Navarro. When the protests in Ferguson, Missouri first flooded the news more than a month ago, Jason Purnell and his family were on vacation in North Carolina. Purnell grew up in St. Louis. He still lives here. And like so many people, his first reactions were emotional. Heartbroken, sad, shocked, both by the initial incident and the the aftermath of the incident. Yeah, just very sad for my city. Purnell is an assistant professor at the Brown School of Social Work. And more than many people, he is deeply aware of the racial and social divides in this region. He's part of a team of African-American scholars that recently released For the Sake of All, a report on the health and well-being of African-Americans in St. Louis and why it matters for everyone. One goal of the project is to inform the public about how factors like education and employment relate to health. He and his team also want to broaden policy conversations about public health to be about more than access to medical care. In short, in order to be healthy, people need more than doctors. Medical care is uh, what we like to say is necessary but not sufficient to deal with some of long-term disparities in health outcomes. For the Sake of All is all about St. Louis city and county. And more so than with many academic projects, community members were deeply involved in the process. Leading up to the final report, Purnell and his colleagues released five policy briefs on topics like mental health, segregation, and chronic disease. A community partner group was involved at several stages. They looked at them. They vetted the recommendations. They told us about other uh, nonprofits or other community groups and leaders that we should be talking to about each one of those briefs. So we like to say that those briefs were evidence-based and community-informed, not just academic products. And then we hosted a community feedback forum in March where we showed people draft elements of the final report up on big poster boards and had them give us their feedback on, on sticky notes. Um, any, anything that came to their minds in terms of whether this was clearly uh, delineated, what more information they wanted, what less information. So we did that, and then there was a community conference where we rolled out the final report. So with all this community support and input, I was curious whether or not the findings ended up being surprising. After all, the people who were putting in so much to this report often live in the communities that are being discussed. How did people respond? I don't think anything was surprising so much as stark. Some of the most dramatic findings relate to differences in health across St. Louis, especially when comparing certain zip codes. One of the things that people have responded to the most is the 18-year gap in life expectancy that we note between 63106, which is in North St. Louis City, and 63105, not too far from where we sit at, at WashU in Clayton. Just to reiterate that last point, that's an 18-year gap in life expectancy. In 63106, which is mostly African American, life expectancy is 67. In 63105, 
it's 85. So how does this huge difference come about? What's so different about life in 63106? It starts the minute you're born, the kind of environment that you grow up in in your neighborhood, whether or not your parents can find fresh fruits and vegetables, whether or not there are safe places to play outside, um, whether or not you go to a school that has high quality education, and even before you get to school, whether you've got high quality early childhood intervention. It's all of those factors that are having an impact on health throughout sort of the developmental trajectory that people follow. Safety was another factor considered in the report. We did look at violence as a public health issue and noted that there are public health approaches to dealing with and addressing violence and noting that the homicide rate for African Americans is 12 times the rate of whites in St. Louis City and St. Louis County combined. So we're looking at a homicide rate that's 12 times higher for African Americans than for whites, and a life expectancy 18 years lower in a mostly black neighborhood than in a mostly white one. When looking at these types of numbers, it's easy to get frustrated to wonder how things have gotten this bad. There's a great deal of frustration. Um, I think Chris Kramer probably crystallized it best at our conference where he said, you know, if this doesn't make you angry, then you're not paying attention. Despite this frustration and anger, Purnell and his team have hope. In addition to documenting health disparities in St. Louis, they want for the sake of all to promote change. Understanding how factors like education and food access relate to health, as well as to the economics of our region, can affect how policymakers approach these issues. We think it can get better. Uh, there are six major areas of recommendation. Investing in early quality, early childhood development programming uh, for all children. Investing in coordinated school health within schools. Creating economic opportunities for low and moderate income families. Uh, investing in mental health awareness and treatment and access and also data. We need better data around mental health creating those conditions within neighborhoods that make them health-promoting. Um, everything from access to fresh fruits and vegetables to uh, violence prevention and safety and resources for young people in, in neighborhoods. And then really looking at how we coordinate and expand our efforts around chronic and infectious disease, both prevention and management. So those are our major areas of recommendation and then there are specific sub-recommendations underneath those. So how does For the Sake of All relate to everything that has happened in Ferguson? As a father, Purnell acknowledges that at some level, it doesn't. Before talking about issues like health and economic disparities in St. Louis, he encourages us to step back and remember Michael Brown. At the heart of this matter, is a young man who's no longer with us and whose family no longer has uh, him with them. And I don't want anything that we're doing to distract from that very poignant reality. But I do think that uh, to the extent that people want to have a broader conversation, I think it's appropriate to have that broader conversation. I think we have something to offer uh, in terms of that. And for Purnell, 
that broader conversation can be about much more than police involvement in Ferguson. I think if there is a connection, it's about the value of African-American lives. We were trying to tell a story about why the region should care that there are these disparities in health and other life outcomes. And that was essentially a story about why you should care about this population in St. Louis. And I think what Ferguson highlights is another instance of caring about African-American life and the way that people are living in our region. And also highlighted how far apart we are both physically and psychologically from one another. I know that certain individuals who aren't from St. Louis or who have family somewhere else in St. Louis were calling very concerned about their safety and well-being as uh, some of the violence was erupting in Ferguson. And a lot of them told them, I'm fine. I'm unaffected by this. I'm not being touched by this, which is, to me, kind of telling and, and essentially part of the problem. So what happens now? Going forward, Purnell hopes that the lessons learned in For the Sake of All may be helpful beyond our city and region. Well, we're looking at, in this second phase of our work, how we can kind of package what we did in For the Sake of All and potentially replicate it in other communities. We think that there were some unique things that we did around uh, media partnerships and the way that we communicated this information, our community engagement approach, uh, the way we disseminated research findings and data in ways we hope were accessible to people. Um, so we are looking at uh, going back, even though it was a crush of activity, now taking stock of what we did and, and also evaluating what we do going forward to see whether or not it can be replicated. Many thanks to Jason Purnell for contributing to Hold That Thought. You can learn more and read the full report at forthesakeofall.org. Hold That Thought is produced by Arts and Sciences at Washington University in St. Louis. You can find many more podcasts and ideas to explore at holdthatthought.wustl.edu.